Hello everyone, this is Aretha Taylor. I am the founder, the chair, CEO, and president of New Beginnings Outreach Program for Women. So today I want to talk to you about change. Making a change in your life, in you, in your relationships, in your business. That change has to first start with you. We are the ones who are supposed to make a change. We can't look for someone else to make that change for us. It first starts with you. I had to realize that several years ago. There were some things in my life that I was very unhappy with. I was unhappy with my job. I was unhappy with my life. I was unhappy with my routine. And I literally had a conversation with myself. And I got a revelation that I needed to start changing me, my thinking, my language, my ways, my attitude. And as soon as I started to do that, Things began to change for me. Doors began to open up for me. Opportunities came. In our relationships, whether it's your husband and wife, whether it's your children, whether it's friendship, whatever relationship that you have or that you're in, we always want a change. We're looking for a change. Not realizing that that change first start with you. Your approach matters. Our reaction matters. Every action, there is a reaction. And if we're going to continue to make the same approach... then we're going to keep getting the same results. We're going to continue to get the same results. I'm going to put myself out there that I struggle with my temper. Um, I deal with a lot on a day-to-day. I have transitioned from the United States to Jamaica because I do community outreach work. So... Um, I've been here for a year and, uh, what, 10 months now. And this transition was not easy because it took a lot of sacrifice on my part. I left my friends. I left my home. I left my church. I left my daughter. My daughter lives in New York. I live in Florida. But we commute. I commute. I used to commute back and forth often. Every few months, I was in New York. Because I still do a lot of work in New York. Community outreach work there in New York as well as Florida. And in some of the Caribbean um, countries. So I had to come to Jamaica January of 2020 to set up. To establish myself here. And it has not been easy. 
it's been very difficult in every way you can think of. Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, all of the alleys. It's been extremely difficult. I grew up in the United States. I left Jamaica when I was seven. I was born in Jamaica, but I left here when I was seven years old. And I've been in the United States since 1975. And so now to come to a country that I don't know, I'm not familiar with, I would just come down every so often on vacation. But I really didn't know Jamaica. I really didn't know the people. I really didn't know the system. I really didn't know the culture. I really didn't know the hardship. Because when you come on vacation, you spend a week, two weeks, maybe three weeks, you're not exposed to that. And so I always knew that I would return home to help the country, to help the people. I just didn't know when and how. And it happened suddenly, that word, suddenly. And I booked a one-way ticket and I came here. January of 2020 and then a few months later the pandemic hit where I could not leave the country to go visit my daughter in New York to attend her graduation to be there for her birthday to be there for Mother's Day and it was very hard that was very hard on me emotionally so because my daughter and I we are extremely close extremely close she's 36 years old she's married no children yet Um, very close and so it was hard it was difficult to not be there for her during that particular time in her life and so my challenge was the transition of being here it wasn't so much COVID COVID didn't affect me the way it affected many people. I didn't mind the lockdowns because I wanted to be by myself. I enjoyed being by myself. I enjoy uh, um, just being alone because I don't get that opportunity. I don't get to be alone too often. And so I was with one of my sisters in another part of Jamaica. I went to visit her and she had to leave to go to New York for a little bit. She would, she planned on going for maybe two weeks, but while she was there, the pandemic hit, she couldn't come back home. So I was in her home for two months. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Because now I had to go searching, searching Aretha. Nobody around, no distractions. Nobody to bother me. I could do what I want, when I want, how I wanted it. I loved it. And I did a lot of self-reflecting. Did a lot of praying. Did a lot of meditation. I did a lot of studying on Aretha. And I had to find out some things about Aretha. Why Aretha react the way she does? Why does Aretha do the things that she do? Why does Aretha feel the way she feels? Why? 
And that went on for months. That searching, that digging. And I went into a depression. Because once again, this transition wasn't easy. I felt very much alone. I do not have that community here in Jamaica. I don't have that community here yet. I have families here, but it's not the same. When you're not like-minded people, it's, it's, it's a difference. It's different. You can't have certain conversations with certain people because they're not there yet. And so in that regard, I felt very much alone and still do to some degree because I still don't have that community yet. Yet. So I began to get angry. I began to um, complain a lot about a system that is so broken and that I'm not used to. I'm used to having certain things at my exposure. I'm used to uh, certain things being accessed to me. Even the food, the food, just buying what you really want to eat, it's hard to find. It's very difficult. Food is extremely expensive. The life of, uh, uh, um, lifestyle here is expensive. So I had to get used to all of that. So my mind needed to be adjusted. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you adjust your thinking? How do you adjust your behavior, your attitude, your, your approach, your reaction? I became angry. I became, now I became angry because I felt I was being forced here because I couldn't leave when I wanted to leave. I couldn't go and come as I wanted to because of all what was going on around me. But I had to adjust. I had to make my adjustments. And I had to come to the realization that my attitude needed to change. And how I saw things and how I looked at things and how I responded to things. And how I reacted to things and how I approached things. I realized I needed to make that change. To make that change in me and in my life and in my environment and in my surroundings. I needed that change. So how do I make that change? How do you make that change? You just have to. You need to for your own peace of mind. I'm also learning being in a relationship, how you approach the individual, how you react to that individual, how you act changes the dynamics of the relationship, changes the person's reaction toward you, changes even how the person treat you. We are the change. Whatever the change is that you need and you want, you are that change. You can be that change. 
It's not for all of us to go out and change the world. That's not your mission. May not be your mission. But what is your mission? What is your purpose? All of us have a purpose. All of us have a mission. All of us have an assignment. It's like being in the military. Life is a teacher. Life is a teacher. We're in a classroom. And every one of us are being taught by life. But every one of us also have an assignment. What is your assignment? What is your purpose? What is your mission? Hmm. So your change, what is your change? What is it that you want to change? What is it that you see you don't like? It's it's a a thorn in your side. It just keeps coming at you. You can't get away from it. It bothers you. It angers you. It frustrates you. You are the change. Bring in that change. The change is you. We can't keep just talking about things. We can't keep saying, I need a change. I'm so tired of this. And waiting for someone else to change it. No. You are that change. You want your environment to change? Change it. Our environment is where we live in our homes. Our environment is also our mental mind. We live there. You want your mental mind to change? You want that environment to change? Then you have to start thinking differently. You have to start reading different things. You have to start even pulling away from certain people. There are some people who are toxic. There are some people who are unhealthy for us. And we absorb it. We absorb these things. Then it becomes our environment. We need to be careful of the things that we read, the things that we watch, things that we listen to, the places that we go, the people that we're around on a day-to-day because that creates your environment and that is why sometimes a change isn't coming in because we are not changing we are not changing I am still going through my process my um, transition of changing I'm always going through a transition and my transitions are never easy. They're never easy. I feel very much alone. Very much alone. There's certain people I can't talk to. There's certain things that's going on in your life that's going on with you as an individual that you can't talk to anybody about it. So you have to learn how to deal with that. By yourself. You have to learn how to 
work it out by yourself because sometimes you can't even tell people. It's not for you to tell them. It's for you to work it out by yourself. It's for you to make that change, that transition by yourself. And this transition that I'm going through is not easy, but I have to go through it by myself. By myself. No one can carry it for me. No one can do it for me. No one can change it for me. Only I can do that. I am responsible for doing that. You are responsible for making the change that you want in your life. Change with your children, with your spouse, with your friends, in your job, in your career, in school, with your finances, in your community. That change is you. It's you. It's you, my friend. It's you. While you go through your transition, it will also teach you that you have to trust the process and trust the transition. Trust it because the process is a transition and you must trust it because that process, that transition that you're going through and need to go through, it's to better you. It's to take you where you need to go, where you need to be, where you need to grow, where you need to mature where you need to be able to see clearer, hear better. Where you need to meet your purpose. And I know my purpose is here in Jamaica. This is a part of my purpose. But sometimes you just want to run because it becomes so difficult, so hard. And you just want to run. But don't run. Stand. Stand. Don't run. Give it your all. Give it your best. And know that it will fall in place. It will come together. And when you look back on where you started... You'll smile to yourself and say, wow, I've come a long way. I've done a lot. I've made progress in me. In me. I've made progress. And when people look at you, they're going to say, you've changed. You're not the same. You've changed. And your change will bring a change into them, in their lives. Your change will make an impact. Thank you so much. I really hope that you enjoy the session. And I hope that it will help you in your journey of changing, in your journey of transitioning. This is Aretha from Jamaica, signing off.